I bravely volunteer to charge in recklessly. On today's episode of League Lore and More, we continue our Bandal City slash Yordle series with Tristana, the Yordle Gunner, and uh, we picked Tristana this week because of the slight hint about uh, our previous character, Rumble, having a bit of a crush on Tristana as he named his mecha suit uh, Tristy. So we will continue with any possible connection we have to move through each uh, Yordle. So we, uh, we went with Tristana today. And Tristana is a, a Yordle, obviously. And she is one of the original 20 champions released for the game. Alphabetically, she would fall at 15th. And she is currently a marksman. She has the 5th highest uh, attack range in the game. That is fifth behind Kogma when he uses an ability, so not just his normal basic attack. Jinx when she uh, switches to her rocket launcher. Twitch when he uses his ultimate. And Seraphine when she has the maximum number of stacks on her passive. Uh, the, the list does not count. People like Senna who theoretically could infinitely stack. Uh attack range so uh tristana does not get to this fifth high highest until level 18 because of her passive which is that she gains attack range with each level that she gains from 1 to 18 uh, at level 15 she can attack baron nasher from behind the wall as she will have enough attack range at that point um her ultimate, Buster Shot, is a reference to the attack used by Mega Man. And she actually has an unreleased skin uh, called Arm Cannon Tristana, which resembles Mega Man. Uh, it was added to the game files, but it was never made public. There's a video on YouTube, if anyone's interested, where you can go and watch it uh they did a kind of like a <laughs> visual update on all the yordles at some point because if when you go watch it you might have like a nightmare they just they look too like human-esque <laughs> for what they are um so yeah that is that's tristana's kind of game info so released all the way back in 2009 so 12 going on 13 years of her being in the game uh we will we'll hop right in to her uh biography and her story um we got several paragraphs for a biography this time very surprised thought we were going to go through this whole series with just one to two paragraphs for each yordle um but that is not the case here and like always i hope you guys learn something and i hope you guys enjoy it
Do you sell earplugs too? A cannonball is the best icebreaker. Tristana the Yordle Gunner. Like most Yordles, Tristana was always fascinated by the world beyond Bandal City. She traveled far and wide, full of wonder and enthusiasm for the varied places, people, and creatures she encountered. Using the hidden pathways that only Yordles know, she explored the length and breadth of the material realm, remaining mostly unseen. She witnessed such breathtaking sights as ice trolls migrating across the flows of the far north beneath kaleidoscopic auroras. She marveled as warships blasted each other to pieces in naval battles that churned the seas. She watched awestruck as great armies marched with unity and precision, incredibly strange concepts to her yordle across the endless sands to the south. But Tristana's carefree, wandering ways changed the day she witnessed the destruction of a bandal wood. These places are steeped in the magic of the gateways they grow around, giving yordles a safe haven from the world. Tristana, dozing in the dappled sunshine, was shaken awake as the trees around her began to burn and topple. A warband of armored marauders rampaged through the woodland with fire and axes, led by a sorcerer wreathed in dark energy. Tristana hid in horror. The sorcerer focused his power upon the portal at the heart of the Bandalwood, speaking one final utterance. Her ears still ringing with pain, Tristana watched the gateway collapse, never to be opened again. The ripples of that destruction were felt in Bandal City itself, causing great despair among the Yordles. Tristana had never experienced anything like the pain of this loss or the guilt she felt for not acting. Never again would she allow such a terrible thing to happen. In that moment, she dedicated herself to become the guardian of all Bandalwoods and her fellow Yordles. Tristana had often marveled at how mortals protected the things that were dear to them. While she couldn't comprehend their reasons to guard shiny metals or walls of stone, she respected their methods and decided to emulate them. Other Yordles watched with curiosity as she took to marching around the borders of Vandal City, stern-faced and watching out for danger. She started calling her food rations and set herself strict times for rest and relaxation. But something was missing. In her travels, she had seen many powerful inventions, including the black powder cannons of Bilgewater. Inspired by them, she collected enough precious metal discs to commission a gun suited to her diminutive size. With a wry smile, she named it Boomer. Since then, Trisana has defended the Bandalwoods from innumerable threats. In the jungles of the Serpent Isles, she intervened in a clash between the local Buhru people and treasure hunters from Valoran that was getting too close to a hidden portal, sending them all running for their lives after she leapt into their midst, Boomer roaring. And in the burning deserts at the edge of Shurima, she destroyed a void horror after it began consuming a secret Bandalwood oasis killing it with an explosive bomb down the gullet. Tristana has become something of a legend in Bandal City, and recently, a number of Yordles have started to imitate her, trying, and mostly failing, to copy her disciplined ways. Some have even had weapons mimicking Boomer constructed for them by the scrappy inventor Rumble, who is always seeking to win Tristana's approval. While Tristana finds this all rather embarrassing, she has come to the conclusion that if they are going to defend the pathways to Bandal City, they had better do it properly. As such, she has started training these new recruits, and they have adopted a new moniker, the Bandle Gunners. Nevertheless, Tristana can often be found out in the wilds on patrol by herself, simultaneously protecting the Bandle Woods and also getting away from her new and rather annoying trainees.
You don't hurt him if you don't hit him. If it's worth shooting once, it's probably worth shooting a lot. This sh uh, short story for Tristana is called A Quiet Night. The fire was crackling away nicely, spreading a warm glow throughout the forest clearing. Tristana lay on her back with her head pillowed on her pack, watching a comet streak across the starlit sky. The winking lights glittered prettily through a swaying canopy of birch and oak leaves. The humans liked to name the patterns in the stars. She'd seen some in an old book in Heimerdinger's laboratory, but she decided it would be more fun to give them names of her own invention. You can be the growling badger, she said, pointing to one group of stars, and you can be the cheeky changeling. Yes, that's much better than boring names like the warrior or the defender. And anyway, I can't see those ones anymore. Her stomach rumbled and she sat up. Hunger was still something surprising to her. Even though she'd ventured beyond Bandle City more than most of her kind, a pair of spitted fish were roasting nicely over the flames, and the smell of them was making her mouth water. She'd shot them in the stream to the west of her campsite with a single exceptionally carefully aimed bullet from her cannon. Not a bad feat of marksmanship, even if she did say so herself. Too bad no one was around to see it. She leaned over and patted the polished drakewood stock of her exquisitely crafted cannon, a weapon any sensible observer would say was far too large for someone of her diminutive stature to even carry, let alone shoot. Let Timo have his cute little blowpipes, ah, Boomer, she told the cannon. I'll stick to something with a bit more oomph, thank you very much. The fire crackled in a ring of stones, burning with cerulean flames thanks to the pinch of her custom powder she'd sprinkled on the kindling to get it started. She knew now just how little she needed to use after her first time in the uplands had cost her a perfectly decent pair of eyebrows. Sometimes it was hard to remember that things were so different in the human world compared to back home. Deciding the fish were ready, she slid one from the spit onto a wooden plate she removed from her pack. She unwrapped a golden knife and fork from a rolled dream leaf and cut the fish into slices. She might be on a mission, but that didn't mean she had to eat like a savage. She took a mouthful of fish and rolled it around her mouth, savoring the taste and licking her lips in satisfaction. Mortal food was usually bland and tasteless compared to the smorgasbord of flavors she was used to, but the fish in this part of the world, Ionia, she'd heard it was called, wasn't half bad. Perhaps it was the magic saturating every element of this landscape that made them extra tasty. Tristana heard the crack of a twig, one of many she'd laid in a circle around her camp. The sound and type of twig told her exactly how far away the humans were and from which direction they were approaching. She cleared her throat and called out, I have another fish if you're hungry. A man and a woman emerged from the forest in front of her. Both were tall and lean, with fidgeting hands and cold eyes. They didn't look friendly, but she was still learning how to read human expressions, and she'd been taught to always be polite. Human languages were so unsophisticated that she often wondered how they managed to communicate at all. The man took a step forward and said, Many thanks, old one, but we are not hungry. Old one, said Tristana with a playfully indignant grin. I'm a young slip of a girl. The man blinked and she saw what might have been a look of puzzlement across his face. The old crone's insane, said the woman, looking sidelong at her as if not quite sure what to make of what she was saying. Whatever it was, it certainly wasn't her true form. You sure you don't want a bit of fish? asked Tristana, taking another bite. It's really tasty. 
We're sure, confirmed the man, but we'll take any coin you're carrying, as well as that gun of yours. I suspect it will fetch a pretty penny at auction. You want to steal my boomer? said Tristana, sensing movement to either side. You know, I just don't see that happening. No, you're alone, and there's two of us, said the man, and we're bigger than you. Size isn't everything, said Tristana, and there's four of you. Why don't you ask your two bandit friends to come out? Maybe they're hungry. The woman shook her head. He told you, we're alone. Oh, come on, said Tristana. What sort of commando do you think I'd be if I didn't know you two had... Didn't know you had two friends in the bushes with arrows aimed at me right now. You came in from the north and split up a hundred yards out. There's a fat man to my left and a man with a limp to my right. Good ears for one so old, said the man. I told you I'm not old, said Tristana. I'm actually pretty young for a yordle. The man's mouth dropped open in surprise as something of her true nature became apparent to him. Finally, an expression she had no trouble in reading. Tristana ducked and rolled to the side as a pair of black-fetched arrows slashed from the undergrowth. They passed harmlessly overhead as she swept up Boomer and chambered around. She fired into the bushes to her right and was rewarded with a cry of pain. Blast off, she cried, vaulting toward the nearest tree and bounding higher. Tristana landed on a branch halfway up its trunk. Another arrow flashed toward her, thudding into the bark a handspan from her head. Hey, you're pretty fast for a human, she said racking Boomer's crank and priming the barrel with a bunch of shells. She sprang away to another branch as the archer rose from the bushes, the fat one, which almost made it too easy. Tristana somersaulted from tree to tree and fired twice more. Both shots caught the man in his meaty thighs, and he fell back with a wail, loosing his arrow high into the air. Oh, don't be such a baby, she laughed. I barely grazed you. Tristana landed by her fire as the two humans she'd first seen rushed her with drawn swords. They were likely fast by human standards, but to her they moved like lumbering giants. Time for some up and over, shouted Tristana, unloading the rest of Ruma's barrel in one mighty blast into the ground. She gave a wild whooping yell as she sailed over their heads, even as she arced through the air she was reloading. She pushed off from the trunk of a tree and spun back to the ground. She landed right behind the bandits with a giggle. Boom, boom. Tristana fired two blasts and both humans cried out in pain as they each took a wound to the rump. The woman fell flat on her face, beating her britches as powder burned set them alight. She managed to pick herself up and flee into the bushes with her backside on fire. The man twisted as he dropped to the ground, scrambling away as she cranked Boomer's loading arm. He was making hand gestures he probably thought were some form of magical protection. You're no old, you're no old woman, he said. I kept telling you that, said Tristana. The man opened his mouth to answer, but before he could speak... The arrow loosed from the fat man's bow finally came back down to earth. It thudded into the man's chest, and he fell back with a look of intense annoyance. The other bandits were dragging themselves away as fast as their wounded limbs would carry them. She let them go, grinning as she gathered up her things before stamping down the fire. I was just trying to eat my dinner and have a quiet night, she said to herself, but I guess four bandits who won't trouble anyone again soon isn't bad going. Tristana slung Boomer, Boomer over her shoulder and set off once more, whistling a jaunty tune as she looked for more stars to name. Bring on the bad guys! How's that for a Bandal City beatdown? A Bandal gunner never turns tail, unless it's to taunt you. Well, there you have it. That is Tristana. She is a 
Yordle badass, as it seems from her story, taking on four at a time, and even taking on the void monsters, which we'll get to somewhere down the road, and mentions of Rumble, uh, mentions that he's trying to win her affection, and then mentions of Timo, and she says Timo can stick to his darts, uh, Timo another yordle which we can then talk about next week uh his weapon of choice is a like a basically a piece of it's like what you use to blow blow darts i don't know what the type of weapon is called um like a pipe of some kind uh that's what he uses so that's what she was referring to he uh well, I won't get in too much to him because we can cover him next week. Uh, Tristana is... Uh, she is not not someone that I really play all that much. Um, but she does a lot of damage. Um, I liked... They got, mo they got a lot of her abilities in there. Uh, her attacking really fast. That's her Q ability. Makes her attack faster. Um her jumping over people and they're like blasting off from the ground that is her w it's called rocket jump uh, firing her cannon hand cannon into the ground to launch herself over enemies uh, people use that typically defensively well not typically but it's a good defensive tool for tristana to escape danger but uh, i've seen a lot of people uh run it down in league games uh, by just Wing forward into the enemy team and then dying instantly. So it's uh, it's an ability that can win or lose games. And I, I'm really happy that we got all the information that we did. Like, the biography was longer than, like, the other Yordles put together, it seemed, almost. Well, not really. Rumbles was okay. At least the story, too. Um, and then she had a long story also. So I'm not sure kind of who they have, like, working on lore and stuff at Riot and why, like, some champions have next to nothing and other champions have all this great material. Um especially champions that aren't necessarily meant to be mysterious and stuff. And even if they were, I've said this before, it's it's not meant to be mysterious for, like, us. The Like, it should be mysterious to the other characters in the game. Like, your orals should be mysterious to the rest of Runeterra. They shouldn't be mysterious to the people that are trying to understand them and know them who play the game. And who aren't actually part of that universe because it's a fictional fantasy universe. But I'm not going to get into a whole rant here about things I can't change. And, and so I... Again, I hope you all learned a thing or two. I did. I didn't really know anything about Tristana other than the, kind of the whole rumble situation. Um... And, yeah, I already said we'll do Teemo next week, so that's what we'll do. We'll do Teemo, a fan favorite. And I think at that point we're going to be close to kind of like halfway almost. 
maybe a bit under half of the Yordles, so probably New Year's-ish will be wrapping this up, which is good in time for uh, the start of the LCS, and we'll hopefully do another team draft, but that's all way down the line, and, but just, you know, trying to give people something to look forward to, and yeah, thank you guys for listening, and see you back here next week. You're not the only Yordle who knows how to fly, Corky. <laughs>